What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Jay Tan, and this is The Hustle Theory. I cannot believe that it's already April. We are, what, a quarter into the year? And I hope that everyone listening has been able to accomplish some awesome stuff so far and or grow in different aspects in your lives. It's honestly really crazy to think about how much can happen in just a few months. And if maybe things aren't going the way you had hoped so far this year, no worries, because guess what? You still have three-fourths of the year left. Don't ever underestimate what you can accomplish in a short amount of time because if you truly commit to something and give it your all, you'd be surprised at how quickly things can flip a switch. Your life can literally change in a month, next week, or literally tomorrow, which is why it's so important you continue to commit and work passionately towards something so you're as prepared as you can be when that change happens. But anyways, I feel like I always do this. I literally will start to get all fuzzy and fired up about something and just go off on a tangent. But anyways, back to the episode you guys are all here for. It honestly feels like forever since I've done a solo episode, even though it's only been about a month. But here we are. This is episode 8, Trusting Yourself. This episode will give you guys insight on one of the most crucial aspects, or at least what I think is the most crucial aspect of success, and that is trusting yourself. We all know how important trust is externally, right? Trust in your partner, friends, family, coworkers, employees, teammates, you name it. And can you guess how many relationships have lasted without trust? Because my guess is going to be none. If you are in any sort of relationship without trust, whether that's business, family, romantic, friends, all of the above, that just kind of screams toxic to me. So maybe reevaluate that. Trust is honestly like the super glue of relationships. And if you haven't listened to episode 5, Exposing My Toxic Relationship, you should definitely go check that episode out right now. And if you already have, you would know how important your relationship with yourself is. And you can probably figure out why trusting in yourself is just one step to your own self-love. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret here. As long as you trust yourself, any dishonesty you experience externally will be 10 times easier to get over and move forward from. But that is if you truly trust yourself. I'm sure some of you are probably like, Jenny, you have no idea what you're talking about. I already trust myself, blah, blah, blah. But I want you to really reflect here and specifically think about how many times you've broken a promise. It's nothing to, I guess, to be ashamed of. It's definitely normal to break promises, unfortunately. And I'm sure some of those promises were hurtful for yourself to break, especially if it was for someone you love. Any promises I make to my loved ones, I give it my all and do everything I can to ensure I keep that promise. And, you know, in fact, the old me would even overstretch myself and sacrifice my own mental health, mental and physical health, in order to keep a promise. So, as you can see, it's very natural for us to do everything we can to uphold any promises we make to others, right? Now, this is going to be a rude awakening for a lot of you because it was for me at least. Take a second and think about how many times you've broken a promise you made to yourself. Yeah, crazy, right? 
I, for one, have broken a shit ton of promises to myself. Promises we make to ourselves probably make up 95% of our total broken promises. But don't fact check me because I literally just made that up based on my own experiences. Seriously though, think about it. Why is it that we will do everything in our power to keep our promise to someone else, but we can so easily break promises we make to ourselves? How many times have you told yourself you were going to go do something and bailed on it because something else made you exhausted? The worst part is the promises we make to ourselves for our own self-growth are typically the ones we bail on the most. No wonder why self-love, self-confidence, and other things of that element are so hard to practice because we aren't even constantly valuing ourselves enough to keep our own promises that make us a better version of ourselves. Think about how many New Year's resolutions fail in literally the first month. We make these huge goals without having any emotionally driven purpose. And whoa, I just said emotional, and that probably rubbed some of you hard asses the wrong way who think you're heartless or whatever, but the truth is, without being emotionally attached to something, that bond to work towards that goal to achieve whatever won't be strong enough to the end. Because humans are emotional creatures. The most passionate, successful people in this world have goals that are emotionally driven. For me, my biggest goal is to retire my mom before I turn 30. The emotional drive I have towards seeing my mother struggle and sacrifice and then accomplish amazing things with such little resources fuels the hell out of me. For others, maybe it's your child that you want to work hard for and give them a beautiful life. Maybe you want to help nurture and teach children to become our future leaders and innovators. I guarantee whatever your ultimate goal is right now has a why. And that why is emotionally driven. And if it's not, I know you can tell that it won't be a goal you'll stick with for long. Even if your goal is to be a millionaire, you have a why to that, don't you? You want to be a millionaire because blank. Even if it's materialistic, the root of that goal has its reasons. So let's run it back. If a bunch of promises are broken, what happens? We lose trust. So if we break a bunch of promises to ourselves, how could we truly think we trust ourselves? Now let's connect the dots even further. Have you ever asked yourself, why aren't I successful like so-and-so? Or why aren't I where I want to be in my life right now? Well, the answer to that is you haven't trusted yourself to become the person you want to be because you continuously tell yourself you're going to go work out at least three to four times a week or you're going to read every day or you're going to limit your social media intake. Then you don't do the things that were meant to help you become a better version of yourself. You haven't found the motivation to help you fully commit to these goals because your why isn't strong enough. The most common goal to visualize that we are always so in awe by is when we see someone who posts their finished transformations. In just six months, so-and-so lost X amount of weight or got this toned or whatever the time frame, whatever the goal. I promise you every step of their transformation wasn't anywhere close to easy. They worked their ass off because they were fueled by such a strong purpose. Okay, so now what if you have a purpose, but you're still struggling to commit. Maybe sometimes you're on fire one week and at other times just in a slump. Again, super common. 
I literally go through these days myself, even to this day when I've experienced my highest highs this year. This is where trusting yourself comes in. When you lack trust in yourself and these down days or obstacles pop up, the result is you give up. You remind yourself why you could never accomplish so-and-so. You kick yourself down deeper into this hole. This is literally what I would do to myself whenever I have my off days. Instead of picking myself up and reminding myself of how much time I have to turn things around, I would be so insanely hard on myself, shut down, and none of that just never makes anything better. Now that I've been working on trusting myself more, my reaction to off days and obstacles is first to have some compassion with myself. I still have so much I'm working through internally that have accumulated over years. I remind myself that it's only natural to have these feelings, but it's always my choice to decide how I want to react. I need to trust that I can overcome any sort of obstacle because my purpose is way more important than any temporary obstacle that the world could throw at me. That's the key. You need to trust that you yourself can overcome whatever obstacle that is thrown at you. You don't need to know how to fix or do everything by yourself. You need to trust that your purpose is so strong that you can overcome anything with the help of those who love and support you. Trusting yourself doesn't mean you do everything by yourself. It means you know when you need to lean on others for support. Nobody in this world is meant to be alone. And that is a statement I can't prove but will stand by to my grave. Another key I think I just mentioned was temporary obstacles. Things in your life are as permanent as you allow them to be. If you grew up broke, you don't need to stay there. And trust me, that is a hard mindset to overcome, which is why I think it's so important to never forget where you came from and to always help others who are going through similar situations. But any pain or suffering you are feeling can only last as long as you allow them to. This is one of my favorite quotes from Tony Robbins, who is literally one of the best motivational speakers ever, in my opinion. But he says, the reason why you're still suffering is because you haven't found the higher purpose for the pain. I don't care what you believe in, but if you have the mindset that everything happens for a reason, regardless if it's by God, the universe, whatever higher power, but if you just believe everything happens for a reason, your brain will start to look for those reasons in a positive light. And that's really what's truly important about that. It's very easy to get sucked into such negative thoughts, but our brains are insanely strong. If you rewire the way you think, you will be amazed by what you can accomplish and overcome. Self-trust allows us to take action, make mistakes, and get up and try again. When we don't trust ourselves, that's when it's so unbearable to try again, and that's why people give up. One thing I used to say all the time was, I have trust issues. It seems like everyone has trust issues nowadays. And I mean, shit, after dissecting why most of us can't trust ourselves, I believe it. But one thing I really hope we as a society can move past is saying we have trust issues as if it was a good thing. I feel like that gets thrown around a lot lightly and... I don't doubt that people have trust issues, but what I'm realizing now is how sad that really is. Rather than glamorizing or normalizing trust issues, my hope is that we can all recognize why we have them in order to move forward. 
to be honest, I feel like trust is rooted to forgiveness. When you have trust issues, it's because you haven't fully accepted a situation or you haven't fully forgiven someone or yourself. For me, I'm most definitely still working on forgiving myself and accepting my past, but the more I allow myself to forgive generously, the more happiness I seem to create. What some people don't realize is forgiveness is for yourself. Even if you're forgiving someone else, forgiveness is ultimately for yourself to release any burdens you carried prior to forgiveness and to move on from a situation. The one who truly wins in any situation is the one who is free from any sort of negative emotion that comes from it. If you no longer carry anger, resentment, sadness towards something or someone, you're able to move forward without limits. Of course, everything in this world is easier said than done, but when you constantly practice these things for even just the smallest situations, that experience still builds up on top of each other to prepare you for something that may be tougher to overcome later in life. This is a story I wanted to save for an episode solely on forgiveness, but like I said, trust and forgiveness really go hand in hand. I'll just kind of briefly go through it because I know so many people, unfortunately, experience this in their lives, but I experienced a relationship that ended due to to infidelity. By this time in my life, I thankfully have been working on a lot of personal development and had the resources, love, and support to help me get through the situation, but just like anyone else, I was still a mess. I blamed myself for what someone else did to me. I didn't want to, you know, eat. I was tired all the time, but restless when I had a chance to sleep. But I think what helped me overcome the situation quicker than what I've seen others is the fact that I recognize I need to love me more than anything right now. I need to forgive this situation and trust myself to overcome it. It made me more sad to have my productivity be interrupted and my work pile up. And honestly, it I had already worked so hard to find ways to cope with my mental health that I felt like I was going backwards by allowing someone else's poor decisions ruin, you know, what I've worked so hard for. And let me reiterate, I am thankful that I have already been working on a lot of personal development and had the resources, love, and support to help me get through the situation. If you haven't already been doing this for yourself, I would never expect you to get over heartbreak of any sort in a short amount of time. To be honest, I don't even know what's considered short, but my point is take your time. Nothing's the same for everyone and all situations are different, of course. This is literally just my own experience that I hope you guys can take what you need and leave what you don't. Okay, so back to the point. I think the reason why I don't like to claim I have trust issues is because I've learned that, yes, I should take lessons away from situations where I've felt pain in order to protect myself. That's honestly instinctual. However, rather than limiting myself to other potential experiences, due to, you know, quote, trust issues, I want to freely open myself to potential experiences without the baggage. But let's get this straight. This isn't an open invitation to break my heart, okay? I am a fragile Pisces that wants to be loved the way I deserve to. But what I'm saying is I'm not gonna limit myself to believe that every relationship moving forward is gonna end the same way. Don't use your past as a prison. Use it as a teacher. It isn't fair to automatically assume an entirely new relationship with an entirely new person will be the same as the last. 
That is why forgiveness is for yourself to move forward without any attachments to traumas. Now, of course, a lot of people didn't agree with me forgiving someone so seemingly quick. But honestly, I'm just not someone that has the capacity to hold onto negative energy like that. It drains me more and takes so much out of me to be upset with someone. So why should I waste my energy on someone who clearly has a bunch of things to overcome with themselves internally? I've realized that, you know, things like this just aren't my fault and I can't be the person that is collateral damage to them changing. And, you know, this goes for any sort of relationship too. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you are willing to welcome them back into your life. For me, it's, uh, I guess, I wish you well and I hope you work on yourself so you don't hurt anyone else type of thing. And it's not about trusting the next person in your life to be this perfect person. It's about trusting yourself to be able to overcome anything that may happen. In the end, you can't change things outside of your control. You can only choose how you will react and how you will move forward. And yes, this story is about a relationship, but if you really listen to the lessons, they can be applied to multiple things in your life. Maybe you make a bad business decision. Does that mean you believe every decision you make moving forward is going to put you in a hole? No, you accept what has happened, learn from it, then you move on and trust yourself to be able to overcome the next. It fits in different parallels because trusting yourself is the key to success in all aspects of your life. If you can trust yourself to overcome anything, imagine what that does for you. It boosts your confidence. It makes you more self-aware. It builds your resilience and more. It's the key to success because it allows you the confidence to accept failure as part of the process and it strengthens your resolve to try again and again. When you have trust in yourself, it shows. Others will see that you believe in yourself, which will in turn allow others to believe in you too. The further I get into this season of episodes, I'm really figuring out that I get highs off of talking about personal development and inner work. I've spent so many years living and building on such a sketchy foundation, you guys, and now that I'm taking the time to rebuild that foundation, which is myself, including self-love, awareness, trust, and more, I'm truly seeing how strong our minds can be when we take the time to work on ourselves fully. We will be chasing happiness for the rest of our lives if we continue to think true happiness is created externally. When the feeling of happiness is created externally, it's so temporary, you guys. When you finally accept the traumas you've suppressed, when you finally allow yourself to tap into your full potential unapologetically, every single one of us is unstoppable. But the reason why every single person on this earth isn't at that level is because we don't work on the very foundation that will carry years of experience. So if you make a promise to yourself, remember you deserve to have that promise fulfilled just as much as anyone else, if not more. Oof, that is all I have for you guys today. Thanks so much for tuning in to my little spiel on trusting yourself. Be sure to check out all the other episodes out now and be on the lookout for episode 9 dropping, I think, April 28th. Until then, I hope you all have an amazing, productive day.